Hello and welcome to Argus Metal Movers uh, podcast. My name is Tom Kavanagh. I'm the editor of Argus Battery Materials and I'm joined today by Joy Kong, our lead battery analyst in Beijing, China. And she's going to give us an update on, on what's happening in the battery uh, and battery metals market in China. Hi, Joy. How are you? Hi, Tom. I'm fine. Thank you. Nice to talk with you. Thanks. So I think uh, the first thing I wanted to to touch on was the Chinese EV market um, after the the sort of recent disruptions to other industries uh, with COVID. Um, could you tell me how the the EV market fared in China um, during the period and and how it's doing now? In fact, COVID has limited impact on EV market in China, and the market showed robust growth in the past several years. China's NEV production uh, reached over 7 million units last year, 97% higher than the previous year. Uh, and, and sales also re- reached 6.89 million units over the same period, up by 90, uh, 93% mm-hmm. from a, a year earlier. According to data from China's Association of Automobile Manufacturers, the CAGR for NEV sales reached 79% during mm. 2019 to 2020. China has started to lift COVID restrictions since the end of last year, and it's good to people's daily life and EV market. EV sales are set to continue growing this year, though Beijing has ended its national subsidies since mm-hmm. early this year, because China's EV industry has become increasingly market-driven from policy-driven after 13-year-long national subsidy policy. Beijing is eyeing a 40 percent share of NEVs in China's total vehicle sales by 2030, mm-hmm. double the target of 20 percent by 2025. NEV sales accounted for 25 percent of China's total vehicle sales last year. It means that China has achieved its 2025 target in advance. Mm -hmm. China will continue to waive its purchase tax for NEVs. The CAAM expects China's NEV sales will reach 9 million this year, indicating a slower growth of around 30% from last year because of the removal of the Chinese uh, government's NEV national subsidies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting um, that that, that the sales weren't impacted that much by COVID. Um, I wonder if we can we can touch on on what's happening in lithium prices then, Um, because if EV sales are set to continue soaring, um, what what's the reason for the, the the sort of drastic drop in lithium prices in China? Yeah, uh, lithium price uh, started to fall uh, 
from late November last year, the cabinet uh, battery grade cabinet prices have fallen by about 30% since uh, late November when the price hit all-time highs. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the, the, the price trend mainly depends on uh, supply and demand, demand dynamic changes. Mm. Increasing supplies and uh, subdued demand during the lithium-ion battery sectors of season, as well as a proposed initiative to press down lithium feedstock costs by China's largest power battery manufacturer, Contemporary Amperex Technology (CATL). Mm. Are we on lithium prices? So let's look at this from a supply angle. Lithium prices kept a reason in 2021 and in most times of 2022. Prices for battery-grade lithium carbonates reached all-time highs in the mid of November last year, having risen by 1,000% since the start of 2021. The Fight profit for lithium producers spur investments to increase feedstock capacity, including spodumene producers in Australia and Africa, brine producers in Chile and Argentina, lipid lights, and brine producers in China, and so on. Well, the demand side. Lithium-ion battery segment was in the tradition of season in the first quarter. Lithium salts prices have been uh, including sodium um, price falling since late November last year when most uh, lithium-ion battery manufacturers began to reduce mm. inventories ahead of the tradition of season for the lithium battery industry at the start of the year. Do you believe that the price is now going to stabilize over the next few months because we're coming out of the off season? It depends on the supply expansion and mm -hmm. the uh, demand increase. I, I think that the price, um, it, it is impossible that for the price keep keep just uh, dropping uh, in a time uh, in a time of demand rising uh, quickly then the supply the supply side the price will rebound for some time uh, maybe one month two months or three months but um, in the course of this year I think that supply uh, supply is uh, overwhelming demand so the trend will be downward i think okay so, so it's a more and more more and more production coming on in in australia in 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 south america and also with this new lipidolite production in china um we think that that could that could uh, fill the gap so to speak that we had last year and and uh and, and weigh on prices in the in the medium term yeah, yeah, right. So on 17 February, some market participants have suggested that CTL 
could be proposing to several EV manufacturers its strategic plans to link battery purchases to lithium prices in the second half of this year to lower feedstock costs in EV manufacturing. And this mechanism, 50% of power battery supplies from CATL to EV producers would be settled based on a fixed lithium company price of 200,000 RMB per tons, which mm. is a half lower than the current spot price, with the remaining 50% to be settled at market prices. So EV manufacturers would in turn commit no less than 80% of their battery purchases to CTL over three years. Mm. It's a scheme to, to, to reduce their costs, but also lock them into long-term battery purchasing from, from CATL as well. Yeah, yeah. So it also indicates that major market players are downbeat about lithium prices this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, I guess that it's also allowing some in China to reduce their their, their car prices. I saw that Tesla, Xpeng and, and others were, were reducing prices there um, to drum up some extra demand. Uh, is that is that is that the case for, for many others in China? Uh, other um, major lithium ion manufacturers, they um, most of them don't have the lithium mine. You know that CTL, uh, the company invests a mine in Jiangxi province. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the cost of this company is lower mm-hmm. than other lithium ion um, battery producers. So other um, other lithium ion battery producers they are considering to how to face the problem. Speaking of miners and 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 goings on at mining companies, um, cobalt's been quite an interesting story this year. Uh, I, I believe that we've just seen the market bottom out and and start to turn now, um, but very much. Um, the, the cobalt hydroxide industry, the feedstock for, for cobalt metal is still is still quite subdued um, and there's, there's, there seems to be a lot of stock in the DRC. Uh, in terms of Chinese demand for cobalt, uh, what how do you see the picture developing this year? Um, I think it depends on the lithium battery industry. Uh, you know that above 85% of cobalt in China uh, are used in lithium-ion battery industry, and the end mm. industries are consumer electronics and EV. Mm. Um, China's 5G phone shipments um, totaled 214 million units um, mm. last year, down by 20, uh, 20% from a, a year ago. And the total mobile phone shipments fell to 272 million units, a t- decline of 23% from a year earlier. Um, 
most of the market participants believe that the consumer electronics demand will recover this year, but not so substantially. Maybe in the second half of this year, the um, the demand growth for cobalt from this industry uh, will be five to ten percent this year compared with last year. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the application of EV, you know that cobalt is used in um, the ternary battery production, but not FP batteries. Ternary mm-hmm. batteries face the fierce, fierce competition from LFP. LFP batteries have gained a cost advantage compared with ternary batteries following a further fall in China's government subsidies for the NEV industry since 2021. The installed volume of LFP power batteries exists exist that of ternary battery for the first time in July 2021 since the start of 2019. Most market participants expect that the trend will remain in uh, 2023 and AFP will take more market share than ternary battery in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, total output of power battery reached 546 gigawatt hour last year in China with installed volumes got to 200 and 95 gigawatt hour production and installed volumes of FP batteries accounted for 61% and 62% of the total volumes. Market participants expect that the installed volume of FP will make up 70% and the ternary batteries will account for 30% this year. Mm. It indicates that the growth rate for ternary batteries, which contain cobalt, will be slower than LFP. Mm-hmm. So you just mentioned that the, the weak demand is compared with the rapid expansion from the supply side. Mm. Chinese diversified minerals producer CMOC, the second largest cobalt feedstock producer last year, produced 20 thousand metal equivalent of cobalt um, in 2022. Its cobalt output guidance will be more than double this year from TFM and KF mines in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Mm. So cobalt production in Indonesia is forecast to grow this year, mainly from MHP projects of Huayo Cobalt, GEM and Ningbo Legend. Mm. Additional cobalt production is expected to reach 10 tons of metal equivalent from Indonesia this year. How, how much, sorry? 10,000 tons? Uh, 10 
don't dance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's quite a lot coming from mm. Indonesia, um, which is uh, which is kind of an overlooked um, source of supply in this in this market. So 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 what we're saying here is that that cobalt is going to be in in a structural oversupply this year, probably, um, especially when it comes to the Chinese market. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you about the the, the point. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I think that's all we have time for. But uh, it's been very interesting to to get an update on the Chinese market, and I, I think that uh, that what we can look forward to this year is is, is sort of a, de- a decline from the record highs um, in battery prices last year, and, and a more stable and and well supplied market. But uh, but that is comes with the caveat that that demand is still growing a quick and, and exponential way. Well, that's great, Joy. Um, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Um, and I'm sure that uh, we'll be listening to you again in in future. Um, and if you want to check anything else out or, or, or do some research on pricing or read any of our news and uh, news articles or analysis, uh, please visit www.argusmedia.com. Um, I'm Tom Kavanagh, editor of Argus Battery Materials, uh, and you've been with Joy Kong, who is our lead battery analyst in China. Uh, Thanks a lot.